There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N O O M. Dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Wow, welcome back to The Morning <laughs> Toast. Happy Tuesday. I was not expecting to be delivering a duet performance. I was very much expecting to be giving a solo. Me either. It just like came out. No, 100%. And I'm so happy you're here. And I'm so happy you're excited enough to sing with me. Yeah, of course. And if we're going to sing, we must sing. Snitch on the toast, but I'm bum. Snitch on the toast. Hey, snitch on the toast, but I'm bum. Snitch on the toast. That's right. Snitches on the toast. After months and months of trying to book her, we finally by were way, able. By the way, this was the first time you asked me, and then I said yes. Well, like, I just knew you were so busy, like, yeah. overwhelmed with, like, being a New York City lifestyle influencer, running a global brand, having a real job. Like, I just knew you were so busy. Yeah. So that was me being considerate. That was really kind. I appreciate it. But then I kept, like, every time you guys posted the schedule, like, in all the comments I was being tagged in, I was like, fuck, this is, like, so awkward. Yeah, no, but, like, you were, we were going to get you here no matter what. Yeah. And we needed a little, a little injection of snitch for sure so now's the perfect time no time like the present there's no time like the present and we have a lot to discuss before we dive into the fast five which are really good today um but the first thing i wanted to tell everyone is it's a big day at spritz society we are finally launching if you're a patreon member you already know this but we are finally launching our variety pack so you no longer have to buy all four flavors separately if you're looking to get all four there is a variety pack with eight cans two of grapefruit, two of blood orange, two of pineapple, and two of lemon. And it is available on spritzsociety.com right now. Patreon members got their code, so don't forget to use that. You can also always be using code TOAST. And it will be available in stores in a little bit, but right now it's on spritzsociety.com. So I want to tell you that. And also I'm the star of the campaign. Oh, right. That's why it's like so special that you're here today. You're actually here on a press tour. No, literally. You went to Stagecoach yes. with all your influencer friends. And we threw you a, a little party and we had a photographer and you guys are the face of our campaign. Yeah. It was, and how did it feel to be a model for the most premium alcohol brand in the market I mean, right like now? being in a bathing suit was like truly my worst nightmare. Not but ideal. I was appreciative of the jean shorts that I was allowed to mm-hmm. wear. Um, and then when he asked us to like someone to get on the float and like, you know, be completely, I was like, oh, he asked me and I was like, Sir, no. You like, really I was like, immediately no. Off. I gave it to Emily, who has a six-pack, and perfect, it was fine. Perfect. You guys um, looked so cute in the campaign. Yeah, no. It was actually so fun, except, like, we were legitimately dead, and it was so hot out. I know. Like, we recapped Stagecoach a little bit on here, um, but without you. So just give me a couple words to describe the experience. I mean, it was, like, actually, like, the best time ever. Yeah. Like, there's nothing bad. Like, it was so premium. Yeah. Happy for you. Yeah, I know. Super happy for you. I know. Looks like you had great tickets. 
I did. Thank you for that. We did take a shot to you once we got there. That made me feel better. And all the girlies, influencer girlies, texting me. And you know what? I really have to thank you because in recent weeks, in combination with like having um, a lot of the girlies come on the toast, but also just you really in the last kind of three months turning into like one of the most premium lifestyle influencers <laughs> in New York. Like you are one of those girls now. Like, no, I know. You're in the crew. I know. And they had a group chat and you added me to it. And like now I'm in a group chat with all the girlies. Like Shannon, and it's like and popping Serena, off. Remy. Yeah. It's popping off. And like I'm obsessed. Like I, I don't want to write too much in the chat, but I also like don't want to be like distant no, in the yeah, chat. No, yeah, don't be distant. So like this morning, like there was like stuff going on in the chat and like I was like doing my makeup, like giggling. Yeah. And Ben was like, what's that? I'm like, Oh, it's just um, it's just my influencers chat. Like, don't don't worry. It's like it's literally called the influencers. And I'm obsessed with like being a part of this group. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Oh my god, of course. Like I'm eternally grateful. You brought grateful. me into so many amazing circles. Oh, that's so true. We're just like, as Jill Zarin would say, we run in a fabulous circle of people. We do. Um, and the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is you're kind of here, obviously, on your spritz modeling press promo press tour, but also you are here to discuss the new, the rebranded. The improved. elevated, the improved Snatchler. Yes. Tell me a little bit about that journey. For those who don't know, Margot is my sister. I mean, if you're listening <laughs> and you don't know that, I don't, I don't, I don't know where to begin. But Margot hosts a podcast on our network, Toast News Network, called The Snatcher. And for a while, it was Bachelor Recap. Yes. But you know, in recent years, the Bachelor franchise and just like the show has really declined 100% I just like didn't have the energy to care about these people anymore right also I'm in this like weird situation where I'm like kind of friends with a lot of them now yeah. and like I just it's sticky and like I just don't want to do it anymore and like if you hate the show like you're gonna be bringing negative toxic 100%. energy to your podcast and like who wants that yeah like the only reason why it was good is because like there was a time where there was like a built-in audience but like that audience isn't even there anymore because no one Nobody fucking watches. watches right watches this watches this <laughs> so I was just like it's time to change like either shit or get off the pot mm -hmm. and so I shit <laughs> love that for you and we are we rebranded and it's now it's gonna be more like lifestyle like nicole's in law school i'm a corporate girly girl also like influence or whatever you're single both single like just like living our lives in new york so like you know things come up we have a new segment called the ick of the week and like oh i love that right what was the ick of the last week i didn't finish the episode but oh, the I, ick for me margo didn't want me to listen to it because i get agita but and i did listen to it and it was very funny but i didn't get all did the you way get to the sausage part no but oh. i see everyone's like talking about it yeah 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 um what was i saying the ick of the week what oh, was your mine was oh i was just talking to this guy on hinge and like the conversation was like fine like I, we had like two back and forths and he just goes give me your number um, and it was like so weird and then aggressive. also update that i was gonna say on the snatcher but i just like didn't answer i was like it's like just so aggressive it's really aggressive and also because the conversation before him was like still a little weird mm -hmm. so i was like mm. and then he just writes like four days later he goes pls Please. Oh, I'm like, what does PLS stand for? Oh my God, I'm so old. I don't know any of the new acronyms. Please. Please. That's really weird. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Maybe you should give it to me. Yeah, no, I'm like scared <laughs> though now. <laughs> that is so funny. I'm so excited for the rebrand of the Snatcher. Jackie and I have been begging you for yeah. like, when did we go on vacation where we had that conversation? Um, December. We've been begging you now for like five months to do it because you're so interesting. You lead a fabulous. Well, I had to wait for clayton season to be over yeah and then like i just like wanted to like take some time and when the show comes back do you think you'll still recap a little bit yes yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not going to be like a full-fledged like we used to like recap and also talk about like how we felt about it now we'll just talk about how we felt about it so like you used to be in the podcast charts in tv and film have you changed to society and culture 
No. You probably should. I probably should. Because that's more like accurate reflection of the podcast. I didn't think about that. Yeah. And so the first episode is out. You released it on Sunday. What has the feedback been? It was your stagecoach recap. Yes. It was, feedback has been great. And like, you know, people have no problem giving critiques. Yeah, of course, Um, of course, of course. But I haven't really gotten any. Everyone really likes the new format. Um, They thought it was funny and and it was long. It was like over an hour, which is like very hard. It's so hard. But like when you're just like chatting with your girly, like it actually is not that hard. Like we probably will do an hour today because we're just like sisters right exactly um and are you gonna have guests on because like i am free no no no. i am gonna have guests on i just want kind of want to get into a rhythm first Agreed. and then like i'll get guests and you don't want to be a podcast that like solely relies on no, guests not at all because that's like the worst yeah like i want like a gals on the go vibe because yes. like they rarely have guests but they do sometimes but they like do not rely on it at all and they're on the go Constantly, and you know, you could say I want to be like the morning toast girls because we don't really have guests either. But that's fine. That's fine. You I mean, not as of late. You don't look up to or respect your sisters. It's fine. No, but it's also, fine. I don't. I look at the toast as a new show. It's fine. I feel like that's fair. It's totally fine. Oh my god, you just here's the narrative you're, you're again. Just, <laughs> <laughs> you're just here like to hurt me. No, you're so crazy. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm so happy for you. I love the new artwork. The, oh my god, the, so good. The reviews are rave, and this is what I've been waiting for for a long time. And I feel like this is just gonna be so great for the snatchy community. I hope so. And it's just I don't awesome. really know what to do with Instagram though, because like that is Bachelor. Yeah, I mean you can still do Bachelor content. You could like kind of have the toast is like content about the podcast. Yeah, that's what you're gonna have to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like memes and like fun lifestyle, like Hinge stuff. You know? Okay, fine. Is Hinge your app of choice? I really do like Locks Club. My only issue with Locks Club and Ruby, if you're watching, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, is that. You only get like six or so swipes and then, or like you, you get, there's a set number of swipes and then you have to wait six hours to keep going. Mm. And that's annoying. So when you're on like a binge. You can't. Yeah. So then, then I go to Hinge. You should do an episode on like all the dating apps and like. I'm spe- on Bumble and I actually do not understand how to use it. Yeah. Do they still do it? Like I have to message you. Like yes. women's empowerment. And I can't figure out how to do that. And like, honestly, I'm all for women's empowerment, but like when it comes to dating, like I need a guy to do it first. No, I know. No, I know. But like, it is what the it is. The times are changing. So if you need like good episode ideas, like I think that's a good one. You can yeah. do like a whole shit about like guys you met on different apps and like, I don't know. But I also see like all the same people. You do? Yeah. Why? Because there's only so many people like in your age, in your area. Yeah. In my yeah. criteria, like right. Jewish, like right. all that. Right, right, right. That's funny. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so looking forward to all the Snatcher has to offer us this year. And we are so blessed, the TNN community, that you'll be sharing it with us. And, and we want to thank you. Thank you for having me. And I also want to thank you for being here and delivering the Fast Five. I tried to cater them a little bit towards you. Um, there's one story in specific that I know, like, you are going to um, cream your pants over. Oh. So, um, should we just get into it? Yeah, sure. Okay. Here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> And today's episode is brought to you by, let me just get my glasses, Billion Dollar Beauty. They believe you should have the option to purchase just the shades and products you actually use without sacrificing quality or convenience. And that's why the CEO and founder of Billion Dollar Beauty designed the completely customizable, compact Billion Dollar Box as a sustainable solution to expensive, excessively packaged makeup palettes. The Billion Dollar Box is a portable makeup kit that uses its spill-proof magnetic lining and kickstand mirror lid to secure a full-time professional quality, cruelty-free cosmetic. 
So rather than buying an entire palette, when you run low on a specific shade or you want to try something new, you just refill the singular shade and go. It's only slightly larger than a smartphone and the new personalized palette is perfect for travel. Honestly, the makeup industry is so wasteful. So this is like a really, really good call. Um, and all their products in the box come in minimal recycled packaging and they're paraben free, vegan, and they're Leaping Bunny certified cruelty free. They have over 40 beauty pans and products to add to your box, like the number one best-selling universal brow pencil, the magnetic brush trio. Um, the box came to the studio like maybe a month ago and I've been using it every day before the toast just like touch up and look glamorous for you guys. And it's really such premium, premium cosmetics. And I just love the idea of not having so much crap to walk around with. So Billion Dollar Beauty for 20 years has been trusted in beauty and nail salons around the world from Japan to Australia. You may have seen them in the clean beauty section of Target. Join the refill revolution and build your own billion dollar box at BillionDollarBeauty.com and receive 20% off your entire purchase when you use code TOAST at checkout. So that's BillionDollarBeauty.com, code TOAST at checkout. All right, are you ready? First up, we got to talk to your girl, American Idol alum Gabby Barrett is pregnant with her second child. Oh, I saw that. Gabby Barrett and Kate Foner announced on Sunday that they are expecting their second child together. Um... They shared the ultrasound video on his Instagram along with a sweet snap of the couple going out to dinner to celebrate Mother's Day. He wrote, happy Mother's Day to my amazing, strong, and fruitful bride. Such a biblical word. Yeah. Fruitful. <laughs> if anyone called me fruitful, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. She is, this is what she said, she is currently carrying another precious life made in the image of God, a son to bear our name into the next generation. Our children will rise up and call her blessed. The husband also praises her. All right, we stand a biblical king. I was about to say, it sounds like a sermon. They're like, really religious. I know, I know, I know. Because they're super young. She's 25. She Sorry, is? she's 22. He's 25. She's 22 currently? And she's on her second child. Like, does that give you anxiety or what? Oh, my God. Wait. Was, so how old was she when she was on American Idol? Like, 18? Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. I do think it's really cool how, like, she's able to... She's really rising up in country. Wait, no. I have so many things to okay, say, you, Gabby Barry. Because, like... When she was on American Idol, I was, like, fiending for her to win. I was obsessed with her. Rivers Deep. Are, so good. Like, whatever. If you haven't seen that performance, just Google it. It's literally life-changing. It's amazing. And, like, I remember everyone was, like, saying all this shit about her. Like, I remember, like, hearing stuff about her. And I was like, no, like, I'm here for Gabby Barrett. And especially now, to become a star from American Idol, like, that just doesn't happen. No, it does, but, like, not that level. Like, you're, Who else you're like, know? famous on TikTok. That was on American Idol. In uh, the new reboot. Right. That... Uh, I have someone. Maddie Poppy? No. No. Who? That girl, Katie, who yes. wrote an original song and sang. Hashtag Katie. Who literally sang the most amazing performance with Katy Perry. They did like an acoustic version too. Um, In another life. Yeah. No, this is the... Is that the same song? I just said part of me. Yeah, yeah, part of me. If you haven't seen that performance, it will change your life and you'll have a whole new respect for Katy Perry's vocals. Okay, but like she's not at the Grammys. No offense. No, but she is famous. So Sorry, I just wanted to like make my point. Continue. Anyway, no. So I just think that what she's done is so impressive. Also because her music is so good. So good. And that's what I was going to say. Like she's managed to reach this like really historic level of fame post-American Idol. And she's not sacrificing like her personal life. I not kind of love that for her. She got married. She's having two kids and it's not stopping her. And like she's kind of toxic in the sense that she's doing it all. And like nobody can, but like she's doing it. No, she really is. And also like Cade's like in her band now. Like that, Okay. So that I think is part of the reason why she's able to have so much success is like her husband. So for those who don't know, it was also on American Idol. Oh, yes. They started dating and now they're married. He kind of forewent his personal success yeah he did to be a part of her future it's like they looked at each other and was like which one of us is gonna Who's have gonna more win? success 
and then will support the other. And he is like her lead guitarist. I think they write songs together. It's yeah. really sweet. And I think that's how they're able to like, you know, have kids go on tour. Cause like they're both together. No. Yeah. It's, it's really sweet. They're really like so cute. I'm so happy for them. And I just like, can't wait to see her star rise even more. No, she's really like on, people are saying she's like, you know, the next Carrie Kelsey, Underwood. Well, they say she's the next Kelsey Ballerini. Who's the next like, Carrie Underwood. Like they're all lined up oh. to take over. Um, and now that you saw Carrie Underwood live. I have to talk about Carrie yeah, yeah. Underwood because I mean, I've always loved her music. Obviously I was never like a stand stand, right. like whatever. Her performance after Luke Holmes, she was my favorite. Like yeah. she knows how to put on a fucking show. Mm -hmm. Like she ate her legs, her legs, her outfit, her voice, everything, her voice, like just crazy. Also, she had like four outfit changes. They were sickening. Like her last one was this like six sequin jean jacket that said like carry coach on the back. Like she just gets it. She gets it. And then she had Axl Rose come out to sing sweet child. Take mine me down to, to the, the paradise, paradise city. city. Like, just iconic. iconic. And now do you really understand like why she's the queen of country music? 100%. And like she, I guess I didn't realize like how much she like impacts like not my style, but like my country style in a sense, because like when she like came out and was in an outfit, like in her pink shiny cowboy boots, like my friend looked at me and she was like, wait, this is actually you. No. And with Carrie Underwood, I guess I don't realize because she looks so young and fresh, but like she's been around forever. So like so many of the songs that she performed when I was watching your Instagram yeah. stories, I didn't even realize, like, I knew so many Carrie Changed. Underwood songs. No, and, like, oh, I don't want to spend my life waiting, waiting. Like, look you don't realize how much of her music you've been influenced by for so many See years. See you again? See I was hysterical. No, and then it's, like, the new music is just as good. Yeah. Cry Pretty. This is our kingdom. Like, Crazy Angels. So good. Ghost Story. Ghost Story. <laughs> yeah, like. I'm good. Like, yeah, ghost story. that song is so good. Yeah. So it's like, she's really so impressive from all facets. So do you think Gabby Barrett had, like, I personally believe Kelsey Ballerini has what it takes. I do too. To be, because a lot of people are like, Kelsey Ballerini, like she's glitz and glam. She doesn't, she's not country. Really? Have you ever heard that bitch sing and play guitar? Like she's extremely talented. A hundred percent. So I think she has what it takes to become Carrie Have level. we spoken about Heart First by Kelsey? I haven't. Sorry. I was like. Who's Hartford? You pronounce things really weird. Like before the show, you were like, we were going to talk about the Friday pack. I'm like, what's Friday pack? I don't know what that is. Like you talk weird. What do you mean? I said heart first. You said Hartford. I'm like, Stassi Schroeder's daughter? That's heart first. Heart first. I haven't spoken about it, but I was DMing with Kelsey. Okay. Um, it is a glorious masterpiece of beautiful music. It's and and so good. I was telling her, I'm like, it sounds like a 90s country song that would be at the end of a rom-com. Like, it's like this yeah. ethereal, like, vibe. She's like, the whole album is that vibe. Can't wait. I'm gonna jump right in, baby, with my heart first. That was kind of good. That was like... <laughs> Literally. Are you coming for my throat? <laughs> yeah, I know. Are you coming for my check? Literally? <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I completely agree. So now, long-winded question. Is Do you think Gabby Barrett has what it takes to be the next next carry on the road. I think she does. She has she has a little bit of ways to go, right. but I think she after Kelsey Ballerini, I don't know who else it could be besides Gabby Barrett. I can't think of like another like blonde. Right. Like, blonde queen. Yeah. yeah. And like so the way that I think country music like is bands looks at like the next women in country. It's like the next Carrie and the next Miranda Lambert. And they say Marin Morris is the next Miranda Lambert oh. and Kelsey Ballerini is the next Carrie Underwood. That's so interesting. Yeah. I don't disagree. I don't remember disagree when we either. hated Miranda Lambert. And okay, so <laughs> No, I, like I love her. Margo, I talk about this sometimes on the toast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, there are two people in this world. Like I'm you can really see that people are capable of change 
when I talk this year and like five years ago about Miranda Lambert and Selena Gomez. Do you love Selena Gomez now? I would take a bullet. Oh, really? Okay. Obsessed. A lot of it has to do with Rare only Beauty. murders in the building. Oh. But then Rare Beauty and then just like her recent like resurgence on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I just think like I was totally wrong about her for so long. And who else we were wrong about was Nick Vile. We can never forget. Nick Vile. Perfect example. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. You're Snatch. Welcome. So congrats to Gabby Barrett. I can't believe she's 22 with two kids. Like that just the, gives me <laughs> the existential crisis like we were having on the phone last night. Um, yeah, that's this is just I like, wasn't expecting it to go into today, but <laughs> I guess now it is. I'm happy for her. Really <laughs> super happy. <laughs> Moving on. Next up, another music queen. How Taylor Swift feels about Joe Alwyn's sex scenes in the new Hulu series. Oh. So Joe Alwyn sat down with GQ for like a full like he spread his legs like oh, told loved. them everything um talked about folklore evermore obviously taylor um and he's in the new conversations with friends okay which everyone's like quaking about it was off written after um i can't fucking speak english sorry <laughs> it's written it's oh my god <laughs> it's adapted from a book okay. same author as normal people so like oh, you know okay. she has like a cult following yes. and he's like the star in it and he's gonna if you do you see normal people no, I know. I need to watch it. You didn't watch it? I know. I don't know why. It's so good. And I like, know. Paul Mezcal's so hot. You're going to like fall No, I know. Everyone's him. obsessed with him. And Daisy, like, I know. You have to watch. I know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Okay? So there was like a cult following of the show. Now her next book. And she's like very sexy, you know. So he's like the big sexy character. And Ooh. everyone's like quaking because we're going to get sexy. And so Joe Alwyn isn't worried about Taylor Swift watching him get hot and heavy on TV. He said, I mean, she's read the book and she loves the book. She knows it. Um, Taylor just like couldn't be a bigger fan of the project. So you go through like a lot of rehearsal and kind of in-depth conversations about the intimate scenes and kind of what story we're trying to tell. Hopefully each intimate scene feels different or there's some kind of progression in their relationship. So apparently Taylor is an erotic queen like me because she loves, I can see that for Taylor. Dress? Dress. But like we know Taylor loves to read and like the fact that Taylor, Taylor's definitely reads like Colleen Hoover. 100%. 100%. She definitely loves, like, porno, just like me. It Happened One Summer is probably so a favorite book. that's what I was going to say, Taylor. If you haven't read It Happened One Summer, like, add it to your list. Yeah. It is erotic. And Window Shopping. Did you read that one? No. By Tessa Bailey. It is Chef's Kiss. Oh. And the other one, um, I could really, I went through, like, a phase where, like, I couldn't read anything except erotic, like, novels. Oh, my favorite. Okay, wait. What's the one? Same author as it happened one summer, and like she started another like series. Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, just give me a second. I'm, oh my god, I got signed out of my Goodreads. I fucking hate this new phone. <laughs> I can't. Uh, just look up. Test? Jackie told me. Jackie told me you know how to get my Safari tab back to the top. I do. Yeah. Know how to get your Safari tab the, back to the, the top. And the new phone—they're always fucking with you. You know. I don't know, but I don't Safari, know. Safari, like if I want to search on Safari, it's at the bottom. Bottom. <laughs> fucking hate you you're literally um, so annoying so sorry claudia you do the same fucking thing no i know okay i hate like when we spend no like, i know okay just give me a second it's written by are you sure it's tessa bailey yes hot and hammered what's the first one in that series tools of engagement no okay these sounds I, these they, sound bizarre okay hold on it was about a baseball player it was so cute not was it fix her up fix her up Oh, I've never heard of it. It was so cute, Margo. Like, he was, like, a disgraced former baseball player, and she's, like, this nerd, and, like, he comes back to the hometown and, like, 
they start this like fake relationship. It's so sickeningly cute. I'm in the middle of reminders of him. Oh, the new Colleen Hoover, which yeah. I personally honestly did not love. I mean, it's not, I already know it's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It's fine. It's fine. But like, I guess I've just been so tired recently that like every time I read it, I fall asleep, which never happens. And that's what me and Jackie were actually saying yesterday. Like the rating that you end up giving a book really is like based on like, how quickly you read it 100% like if you're like stringing it along you're like just I like, started it last week normally I'd be on my third book that's weird yeah yeah um but back to Taylor and Joe like as much as I'm so I mean I'm gonna watch this and mostly because like I gotta see Joe Alwyn get down no like, I need to watch it through the lens of Taylor I know but um this is just so like untailored not that Taylor would ever like stop Joe from like progressing in his career but like she's so private and you remember in Miss Americana she's like always talking about like her body and how like if anyone were to ever get like an intimate photo of her like she would feel so like she's not like a sexy queen she doesn't dress super risky like we don't even know like what her cleavage looks like right like she never shows us so i just feel like this is like a level of intimacy into taylor's world that we're not used to yeah no that's true but but i love that she's not stopping him from like i was gonna say that from achieving his goals and like his dreams i agree also like i feel like he could be super successful and like she just doesn't want to get in the way of that and i appreciate that and i think he's well on his way like he's very much like a serious actor so he doesn't have like commercial appeal yet yes but him being in like a viral hulu show like that will change sorry no one's seen like the mary's queen of scots thing he was in right exactly he's always in like royal things where i have to watch subtitles like i'm not gonna watch it i understand but now he's in like a porno hulu show like i will be watching exactly sign me up sign me up first in line (laughs) streaming um and also like like i'm curious to see what he looks like no also because it's like that's what taylor Taylor sees. sees at night yeah that's just so interesting and the gq article was really well written like he was an article or video article i know he's just like kind of this like british man of mystery i feel like we know nothing about him and the article was very um eye-opening i read the excerpts not the whole article but i just but i feel like i learned a lot about him no i would like i i'm gonna read it it was and he looked really cute he got like his whole spread he is so cute everything's coming up joe alwood i thank god it's about fucking time it's about time because like he has been living in the shadow of his megastar girlfriend for like a little bit too long do you think they're engaged currently? There's like all these rumors. I think that they're married. Yeah. I think that Taylor probably won't get married legally, even though she's oh, like, yeah. she's such a hopeless romantic. Like the idea of her not like having a fairy tale wedding, I know, but she's also, she's like also a, a business, business woman. woman. I agree. So if she does get so married, what's going to be engaged? It will be like, to be like, you know, you're not my boyfriend. It'll be like, what's her name? Goldie Hawn and Kirk Douglas, like everyone's favorite. What's the name of that when you're like? Domestic partnership. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Honestly, marriage is just a piece of paper. 100%. And that piece of paper really fucks up your business. So, like, you could have, like, a marriage. But, like, you know, you get married in, you know, on the beach without a real piece yeah. of paper. Yeah. That's what I feel like she would do. Okay. I think so, too. She's she's smart cookie. But Goldie and... What is that guy's name? Everyone likes to use that as an example, like, when they don't get married. They're like, we're Goldie and... Is it Kurt? Kurt? Um, Kirk Doug? No. I don't know. Something Russell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. I think so. Um, all right. Well, we're going to keep going, but... Not before, excuse me. I have to stop drinking LaCroix before the show, like, because I'm not okay. Yeah. Not before I let you know that the rest of today's show is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. I know you thought it wasn't, Margo, but it is. <laughs> Thank so God. I, I just wanted to clear that up for you. You guys, certain people in life can just make it so much easier for you. And, you know, you don't know what you would do without them. And that's why ZipRecruiter is so important because if you like growing your business, you need to hire. ZipRecruiter is making hiring so much easier because they do the work for you. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. ZipRecruiter uses its powerful technology to find and match the right candidates with your job. You can easily review these recommended candidates and invite them to apply 
um, your top choices. So additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy to filter, review, and rate your candidates. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. It's a no wonder the ZipRecruiter is the number one rated hiring site based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of January 1st, 2022. So if you're a small business, you're a big business, you're looking for an executive assistant, you're looking for a salesperson, a marketing person, we've used ZipRecruiter over the years to find amazing candidates and you can too. It's so easy. It's so much better than any other hiring set. It's efficient. They let you invite people you like to apply and it's just really efficient. We found the last time we used ZipRecruiter, we found someone in two days. The hardest thing you have to do is remember the link. That's really the hardest part about using ZipRecruiter. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. Don't get it twisted. That's where you go to try ZipRecruiter for free. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, Counts, ready for the next story? I'm more than ready. So Dave Chappelle's Hollywood Bowl set where he was attacked Mm -hmm. will not air on Netflix. That's so stupid. It's so dumb. The most talked about moment from Netflix's first ever comedy festival, perhaps one of the most talked about moments from any comedy festival, isn't coming to streaming. Netflix announced a list of content being released from its Netflix is a joke festival and Dave Chappelle's Hollywood Bowl event where the comedian was attacked on stage last week is not included. The set's absence isn't due to the assault, however, allegedly. Sure. The streamer made it clear before the festival that the comedian's four sold-out Hollywood Bowl shows were not being taped for a special. Chappelle had his own cameras present to film the show, as comics often do when working out new material, as Dave Chappelle was. Professionally shot footage of the attack likely does exist, and it could eventually see the light of day in some fashion, but it's not a part of Netflix's plan. I wonder if, if, if it's true that has nothing to do with the assault. Like, did when, Dave Chappelle... If Dave releases it. Yeah, like, it did Dave Chappelle just, like, not give them permission to do it? Right. Like, like maybe the, the price wasn't right. I just don't... But they're always just, like, throwing money Dave Chappelle's way. I know. And I can't imagine. He was, like, the headliner of this festival. He did four shows. The whole thing is, like, this festival is, like, we're going to have this amazing festival, and we're going to stream it. Like, right. So you're telling me, like, the biggest name on your list? Like, your headliner. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I believe that. No, it's very odd. I do believe that Dave filmed it himself, even if he's never going to put it out, because... Comedians always are filming their own yeah. stuff just to like work through. But here who is here's who is getting a streaming service. A streaming stre- is being streamed. Thank you. Um in May, John Mullaney is honoring um a bunch of comedians like Robin Williams. Dave Chappelle is honoring Richard Pryor and Chelsea Handler's honoring jo- uh, Joan Rivers, which oh, should be fun. And John Stewart is honoring George Carlin. Then June sixth, Bill Burr is getting one. Oh, June seventh through twelfth, David Letterman and his like six episode Thing. I have hate in my heart for David Letterman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, June 9th is an LGBTQ plus celebration. June 10th is a tribute to Bob Saget. Aww. June 11th is Amy Schumer. June 13th is da- Pete Davidson presents The Best Friends. So it's multi-comic special hosted by Pete Davidson. Love. That's where that clip that recently came out is from. You see he was addressing Kanye, joking that Pete had AIDS. No. They gave like a, like a three-minute Netflix release like, him finally talking about Kanye. Yeah. Um, and it went viral. And honestly, like, I didn't think it was that funny. Mm. He was just like, Kanye's a genius. So I was thinking, do I have AIDS? Oh, God. Yeah. Um, June 14th, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, Ladies Night Live, because they're from that show. June 16th, Snoop Dogg has an original comedy. June 23rd, uh, highlights throughout from the 11-day festival. And then the big special that doesn't have a date yet is Gabriel Iglesias playing a sold-out show at Dodger Stadium. Wow, that's so cool. 
I don't even know who that is. I do. He's like really, really famous. Okay. So yeah. I was going to say, like selling out Dodgers Stadium is fucking nuts. And I thought my MSG theater was a big deal. No, that's crazy. Um, I'm like loving this. I think Netflix is the go-to place for comedy. I'm just like, where's the Dave Chappelle content? No, yeah. That actually is a sick line. I was a little too spaced out for me. I but. know. I did just watch um, a new special on Netflix. Remember Chris DiStefano from Guy Code? Yes. And he's all over TikTok now with yeah. his Hey Babe podcast. Tupperware? No. You I don't know, know Tupperware? No. Margaret, wait. You, you're a TikToker and you don't know Tupperware? That podcast video clip where he was like, I gave my daughter the Tupperware. And the other guy's like, wait, what did you just say? It's like, my daughter? He's like, no, the other thing. Tupperware? Yeah. Say the first syllable. Tub. Wrong. What? You guys see that clip? No. From the Hey Babe podcast? Oh my God, it's so good. No, I haven't seen it. We're on two completely different sides of TikTok. Yeah, obviously I'm like on comedy TikTok because I'm fucking hilarious. Right. Um, whatever. So he's like really big podcaster comedy and his special was so funny. It was 35 minutes, which is like really short. So short. But I do, I did hear somewhere that he has like an extra 15 minutes he's releasing on his YouTube channel. We stand a content king. Yeah. Um, and I highly recommend it was like pandemic comedy and it was very funny. Okay. But I think that Netflix throwing their own comedy festival is really smart. Very smart. I think this is a great idea. N- upset I wasn't included, but I love, 100%. Every, love every minute of it. Yeah. Happy for them. Yeah. Who's your um, favorite comedian? Oh, like currently? Alive. Alive, Joan Rivers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> of all time, Joan Rivers. Alive, Dave Chappelle. Okay. That well, makes who's sense. who's yours? Oh, I don't know. I don't have an answer. Like, I wasn't expecting you to throw back at me. Bitch, this is like a two-way conversation. I understand. Um, I feel like you're not like a comic. I really like Sebastian Maniscalco. I think he's hilarious. So do I. And the fact that you didn't say me is why we're literally not friends. I can't. So, Dave Chappelle, whatever. Like, like annoying. Yeah. Um, Also, I want to see it, so. No, same. Like, I want to know what joke, what triggered this person. Yeah. Um, the next story is some TV news that's really interesting. So HBO Max nabs Anon Please, a production drama based on Dumois' book with a script to series order. Oh my God. So it's really interesting listening because at first I was like, what the fuck? But the sh- okay. So HBO Max and WPTV had secured preemptively the rights to the book um, to develop it into a drama series. So Dumois. Did you write a book already? So Dumois is a pseudonym, obviously, an Instagram account, yada, yada, yada. Um, the upcoming book, A Non-Please, written by Dumois with the New York Times bestselling author Jessica Goodman, will be published November 8th by HarperCollins. Okay. In the book, here's the synopsis of the book. That's what I was going to ask. Cricket Lopez is an assistant to one of the most notorious celebrity stylists. She revamps her old style Instagram account and turns it into a celebrity gossip blog on a drunken whim, and she never thinks it'll become anything. It's just a way to blow off steam after a terrible day at work where her nightmare boss screams at her and blames her for everything. But when the account grows overnight and even wilder, she starts getting gossip from fans, juicy gossip. She has to face facts. Her Instagram is now famous. She is now famous, though no one knows she's behind the account. It's newfound success is affecting her real life. Her boss wonders why she's disappearing on the job. Her friends are increasingly irritated by her dedication to the account. And she has celebrities, investors, and journalists approaching her with bright eyed interests. Plus, there's a steamy new love interest who she meets through her online persona, except she has no idea if she can truly trust his motives. But as the account grows and becomes more and more famous, she has to wonder, is it the fame, the insider access, the escape from real life, really worth losing everything else? So that is the synopsis. Sounds amazing. That's the synopsis for the book. And then HBO is turning that book into a series. Wow. So I feel like this is actually a really good... um, No, that the plot... I wasn't expecting the plot to be that good. Like an actual, like... Fiction? Yeah. Fictional story? I mean, it's fiction, but like based on truth. 
I can never remember. Nonfiction is, um, no, here's how I remember it. Like, you know, fuck. Like, I always know that fiction is not real. Wait. Fiction is not real. Okay. Because and nonfiction like, means true. Yeah, because like a fictional character is like fake. Right. That's right, how right. I know it. Okay. For some reason, it's just one thing that will not stick. My only thought on this thing is like, it's a really good plot, but do you think it can be. Well, like, you wrote the book, so. What? Because <laughs> you're too well. Oh, because I'm too. Oh, sorry, I forgot about my alter ego. Yeah, I'm so excited about my new you're just project. Like, you're like, I was face like, just like went white. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but what I was gonna say was like, this does sound like a good plot. But like, do you think it's a good enough plot to be adapted well into a book and a movie, or like, is it movie or series? Series, sorry. Like, so is the series gonna be better? or Is the book gonna be better? Ooh, um, I feel like this. Like, it sounds like it's more meant to be um like a series like that's what i was thinking so when i when i read this as the plot for the series i'm like oh that actually sounds like kind of good but then when i thought about it as a book i'm like mm, i don't know are they gonna be like fake celebrities in the book like you know what i mean right right they have to make up fake people like, i mean one of them's got to be good yeah no hopefully <laughs> and i think it'll i'm putting my money on the series okay yeah i think so too also hbo max is a good job production value is high exactly and you know what Kudos to me, Dumois, um, for really turning that page into like something more, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. It could have easily not been monetized. Right. No. And like that person's like spending all their time at Dumois, but also like working, you know, in a regular job. That person has a regular job? No, I'm saying that's what could have happened, but oh, they yeah. really turned it into like something legit. Agreed. So I think this is interesting and I will be watching the show. I don't know if I'll be reading the book, to be honest. That's fair. I don't know if I will be either. Are you ready for the fifth and final story? Is this the one that's making me cream my pants or do we got... That was Gabby Barrett. Okay, okay, okay. I was just like, wasn't sure. You didn't know? You didn't feel the cream? (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Are you ready for the fifth and final story? I'm ready for the fifth and final story. But did you know that it's brought to you by Feels? I did know. You did? Yeah. Wait, how did you know that? Spoiler alert. <laughs> CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. And that's stress, anxiety, pain. And feels is a way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free delivery directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. So personally, why I've started looking into CBD years ago is for sleep. I'm just like not a good sleeper. I'm not on a good sleep schedule. Um, and I love taking the feels products. I think it's really helpful with like stress before bed and anxiety before bed, like Israel, like oh, turn and then when it your brain stays off in your sleep, so you're having sleep yeah. anxiety, like 100%. in your sleep. And CBD is a great way to combat that. You place a few drops of feels under your tongue and you feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is important. Sore, sore, <laughs> or if you need a dose of chill on the go, you can pop one of their feels new cbd infused mints for a clear-headed feeling and bonus fresh breath feels offers a free cbd hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose the feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your cbd the idea of them having a hotline is so helpful because it can be kind of intimidating like getting into cbd for the first time you can also join the feels monthly membership to make your self-care easy you'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime start feeling better with feels become a member today by going to feels.com toast and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50% is a lot. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash toast to become a member and get 50% off automatically. Off your first order with free shipping at feels.com slash toast. All right. Counts. Ready for the fifth and final story? It's a little art news. Oh. A little auction news. Is this, can I guess? 
I mean, yeah, there's literally only one piece. Marilyn of, Monroe? Yeah. So Andy Warhol, the painting that he made of Marilyn Monroe, like the iconic one that everyone knows, has broken records yesterday at Christie's and sold for $195 million. So the famous silkscreen Andy Warhol made of Marilyn Monroe sold for 195 mil at a Christie's charity auction. Oh my, that money goes to charity? No way. I was about to say, does that go to Andy Warhol or Marilyn Monroe? It's like such a good question, and they're both dead, so like... Like the estate. Right, no. Excellent question. But it says, charity auction Monday night setting a record for the most expensive piece of American art ever sold. The iconic Warhol painting shattered the previously record... The previous record set by the late Brooklyn artist Jean-Michel Basquiat, um, his 1982 skull painting sold for $110 million at Sotheby's in 2016. Well, it really surpassed the record. Uh-huh. And Warhol had held the second record prior to Basquiat. Um, his 1963 work, Silver Car Crash, sold for $105 million. So the auction house estimated Warhol's 1964 painting would be at $200 million. Before the event, the winning bidder was identified as art dealer Larry Gagosian. Oh, like like the museum. Yeah. So he bought it for his museum or for his house? It's got to be for the museum. Oh, look. All proceeds from the Lot 36A will go to the Thomas and Doris Amon Foundation Zurich, which puts the painting up for auction. The foundation aims to help children with health care and educational programs. Wow, it's for charity. That's insane. But who owned it before that, like, gave it up for charity? Unclear. Also, like, obviously I know, like, these people have so much money that, like, it's different. But, like, could you imagine spending $195 million on something that hangs on your wall? No. No, I literally couldn't. Like, it's crazy It, it couldn't be me. Because, like, I do appreciate art to a point. Like, I do think art is beautiful and art should be expensive. And there's different value for yeah. different art for sure. But, like, that's just. I'll never be, like, a queen who, like, goes to someone's house and, like, looks at the art and, like, cries, you know? Like, no. 100%. Okay, but here's the backstory of the painting and why it's so valuable. Originally, it was one of the five silk screens painted in 1964. The 40 by 40 inch prints were stored in a stack at Warhol's New York studio, the factory. Dorothy Podber, um, who was a performance artist, stopped by and asked if she could shoot them. He said yes. Oh, this is a picture? It's not a painting? It's a silk screen. I don't know what that means. So the performance artist asked if she could shoot them the five silk screens he painted. He said yes, presuming she meant with a camera. Oh, sorry, no wrong. Then the performance artist pulled out a revolver and shot all of them, except for the turquoise print in the forehead. Oh my God, wait, this is so I'm interesting. not understanding a word. So Andy Warhol had five like of his famous paintings in his warehouse. His performance artist was like, can I come by and shoot them? He said yes, because she he thought he, she met with a camera. She's a performance artist, so she came in and shot them up. A, a revolver? revolver? I thought that meant what they used to call like <laughs> movie things. <laughs> no, and she shot all of them except for the Marilyn Monroe one. Oh, so she schemed him. She schemed him. Andy had the four paintings restored, and they became known as the shot Marilyn's. Oh, and this was the only one that wasn't shot? All five paintings have been sold for various amounts of money over the years. First in 1967, the blue background painting sold for $5,000. The orange background sold for $17 million in 1998, and then it went to the hedge fund manager, Ken Griffin, for a rumored $200 million. That is insane. Okay, that is insane. 
That's so interesting. That is interesting. We're just like art girlies here today. No, truly. Oh my God, we're just opening up our minds. I feel like I definitely got half those facts wrong, but like it's very confusing. Yeah, no, like watch out. It's not going to be like a revolver. No, like, totally. And like it really doesn't go to charity. No, it's gotta. That's so crazy that it went to charity. Like shook. No, I mean, good for Now them. I'm like, yes, 200 million should have been 250. No, obviously. But even still, just in general, like spending that amount of money on a piece of art is so crazy. What's me. like the most amount of money you've ever spent on anything? Oh, um... Like, not where it's, like, you're putting something on your card and people are paying you back. Like Yeah, it's no, like, no, no, no. It doesn't count if you're just doing it to get the point. Um, Probably, like, your apartment, right? Like, when you do, like, first month, last month, security. Oh, um, taxes. Yeah. That doesn't count. Okay, because, like... Because you have no choice. Yeah. Um, I guess probably first month, last month, or, like, I think when I maybe purchased um, my card ring. Mm. Really? I don't know. Cool. What about you? <laughs> uh, actually, I know what the most amount of money you've ever spent on. What? Your dog walker. Oh, stop. <laughs> but that's over the course of years. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not fair. No, the most amount of money I've ever spent um, on something is probably a purse. Yeah. Same. No regrets. No. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. Counselor, it has been a delight, a joy, an honor, seriously, to spend this much time with you. You are so funny and everything of the sort, and I love you, and I think everyone should listen to your podcast, The Snatchler 2.0, revamped. You're going to love it. It's not even about The Bachelor anymore. Available. Tell everyone where they can listen. Available on po Apple Podcasts. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere that you can find podcasts anywhere. is where you can find me. And follow The Counselor on Instagram at, at Margosry, M-A-R-G-O-S-H-R-Y. I love you so much. I love you so much. Have, Thank you guys for having me. Have a great day at work. Ugh. Thanks. Guys, don't forget to head over to spritzsociety.com. Get your variety packs, two cans of each flavor. That's eight cans total. You don't have to buy the flavor separately anymore, but you can if you want to stock up on one particular flavor. Spritzsociety.com, Patreon members. Don't forget to use your code. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Chelsea Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast side story. Thing. Oh, sorry. Wait, I have one thing to say. Hmm. Just really quick scheduling update. The next two shows are Ben and Jackie, and they've decided to switch days for both of their schedules. So tomorrow is Jackie, Hump Day with Jackie, Dear Toasters with Jackie. Thursday is Ben. So it's like the same thing, just like two days switch. So I just want, I didn't, I didn't feel like posting the schedule on Instagram again, again for like one minor change. I get it. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Show, the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts everywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, everybody gets boxes, all the places. Sorry, listen, podcasts, not as much as I did it in one breath. Oh my god. That was crazy. <laughs> Have an amazing day, you guys. Goodbye, we'll see you tomorrow everyone. for hump day. Bye.